Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Busby Babe podcast. I'm here so, with uh, Matt Barnes. What's up? And uh, it seems like Manchester United's uh, transfer news is finally heating up a little bit after a couple of weeks of... Yeah, give it a week. It'll go on for another month. <laughs> yeah. I, I All was... of our business is going to be done in October. <laughs> I, I, was... I, hope, I hope not. I hope not. If this is just another wave of, like nice rumors and like good news before ed woodward drops something on us like a sponsorship with like icy hot or some shit i don't know <laughs> nah dude he's gonna give us like a like a free transfer benzema or some shit like that that we don't fucking need like man I, <laughs> like, like i don't know like i'd take I don't know. This, this, can, <laughs> this can be cool but like yeah. they aren't always like yeah yeah uh, and uh I, I think it is worth mentioning a couple that uh we talked about last week and that uh Polly and nathan talked about on the pod were uh sandra tonali who is now heavily linked with ac milan he was linked with man united last week so he was linked for like two days and then it was like nope, yeah. going to going to milan it's i was like definitely oh. <laughs> seems like another case of uh man united being name dropped uh to try and speed up some other deals it could also be just man united like dropping the names to think we're doing things so we don't hate yeah. them as much but yeah just that, like, that's totally a thing like that happens a lot more than people realize is that we'll be linked to people that don't make any sense. And I mean, sometimes it'll like, it is other people just linking us so they can make money off their papers. But sometimes it's us with rumors and sometimes it's the telephone game of they said this, but it didn't really mean that. Or I meant this and you know, yeah. all kinds of crap. So, I mean, it's just like, it's the transfer window. We're back, I guess. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's, it's exciting, but it's just like, yeah. let's, let's do stuff. Like, we got yeah. so much money, and we were linked to Sancho, and I know we're going to talk about Donnie a lot today, but, like, with the Sancho stuff, like, we're just... I don't really know what the whole thought process is. Like, I've heard a bunch of different segues, like, Dortmund are waiting to find a replacement, and then we'll get him. I yeah, think, I, like... Uh, Fabrizio Romano was on a podcast not long ago, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, it said the deal is still being, like... Like, there is still negotiations for a deal, but it kind of cooled off since everyone at Man United kind of left. So, like, yeah. everyone's going on their vacations right now, and Dortmund are starting their preseason uh, earlier yeah. than us. So, it may have just been a weird time for negotiations. Plus, with a deal that takes that much money, there's always going to be a lot of yeah put into it. Also, like, United are trying to, it seems like we're trying to, like, negotiate too much when Dortmund are like, this is what we want. And United, it's like United are like, uh, Dortmund tell them, oh, we want 90 million. And they're like, what about like 80 though? <laughs> what about like 81 though? Like, that's the reason why this takes so long is because we just don't want to yeah. spend the money. Which I, I get not wanting to spend like, you know, like a crazy amount of, of money. But like, if we're being honest, like, are we talking like 90 million for Sancho up front about, I mean, I know mm -hmm. 120 euros, but like what we're going to pay up front, like, yeah. And I don't know if Dortmund have said, screw that. You're going to pay us everything up front. And I don't know. Dortmund have been difficult and they always kind of have been. They're like, it's like, Ajax are the good guys and Dortmund are the bad guys. Like Ajax like, <laughs> like their young players and like, they'll sell them like pretty cheap so they can get like chances at like decent clubs. I, you know, Barcelona, like, Madrid yeah. like it, well, I mean look at look at Delit right Delit went to Juve and it was just yeah. like it was all this so I mean like it's it's really just 
it's just a giant mind game. <laughs> and I think the it thing sucks, with IX too is that like the the players that they sell are players that they produce from their academy. Whereas yeah. Dortmund, well, most of the time it's players they buy for relatively cheap. And with you know, if you play it's for the player stock market years, <laughs> then yeah, if you play for us for this many years, this will be your buyout in three years, and you can go to Real Madrid or Bayern Munich or Man United or wherever. You know, right? I, like that's kind of why. Most people seem to think Holland chose Dortmund over Man United so that he could have that bigger buyout later, uh, and that's probably why Jude Bellingham went over there as well. Um, because and also, I mean, Dortmund, Dortmund is successful at that. Like, yeah. it it sucks though because like I can't respect them because it doesn't really seem like they like they buy players, they get good, their team is okay, but then they complete the sell So it's not like they. It seems like they're like legitimately challenging for things when they're just playing like. Buy low, sell high. Stock market of players. I, I thought I about that just too. like we want you to do well. You know, like <laughs> like just just go like have they're fun. Like, they're like college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, or what college is supposed to be? Um, they're but, like colleges, and Dortmund's like the actual job when you get out of college. <laughs> I, I used to kind of think that about Dortmund because I I like they were they became my German team back when you know Jurgen Klopp was there and they had Lewandowski yeah. and everyone and then they, yeah. they started selling everyone off and it didn't really make that much sense to me but this could also just be the way that they kind of adapt to their nature you know like they've realized that Bayern Munich is going to be the club that buys up everyone who's like really really good in Germany so they can have players like Marco Royce that like stick around they'll get at least a few of those and everyone else they just got to take their bets on the young guys yeah but yeah yeah, but anyways, they're a pain in the ass. You know, all the all the Sancho stuff is kind of just not moved. Like it's they they make it seem like it's moving, but it's really just the same exact reports. Like we know we have personal terms agreed. It's supposed to be around a five year deal. Like he's supposed to get paid around you know like blah 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 much. I've heard a couple different things, but basically like the personal terms and and Fabrizio Romano has said this like a million times, you know, and he's all mm-hmm. over the deals. Like he's somebody you know. Seems he's like Italian he's very Jackson. viable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he knows everything that's going on, and if we need to know. He'll he'll tell us. He'll say, "Here we go." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, it has been annoying though because I I turned on my Twitter notifications for every Fabrizio Romano tweet. Oh, 100 percent. Me too. Over and the last like, all this Chelsea weeks, bullshit Chelsea coming CT. down my feed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, 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 and then yeah. Liverpool. <laughs> Tiago, like I mean, that that's something I think maybe we're talking about on this podcast too. The kind of worry about Chelsea being a team that will bounce back just because they've been so ambitious. Uh, Paulie brought up a pretty good point uh, the last time I talked to him about their defense and how they've really only strengthened the positions that they were already pretty good at. But yeah. at the same time, you know, buying strong <laughs> kind of works out in the Premier League, and you, I mean, not to say that like. Chelsea have horrible defenders, but it's not like you know, an old Thiago Silva being your best center back is not exactly yeah. a great position to be in. Also, dude, like, it's crazy, but with, like, all these teams, like, like there's some teams that spend money on defense, and they'll, like, get, like, some, like lower-priced pe- players here and there, but it just seems like everybody's just strengthening, like, attack. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, like, well, I mean, look, like City really ever does that. All they buy is defenders, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. The the thing with the Premier League is that a lot a lot of the time it's reactive to whoever is, you know, the precedent. So like when Jose Mourinho came with Chelsea, that became like the new yeah. style and you know the two like holding midfielders behind a number 10 or whatever. 
And then I think Pep City and Klopp's Liverpool definitely changed that with the focus on attack. So people want, you know, fast attacking fullbacks. They want really creative midfielders and they want yeah. the versatile winger forwards. So I, I think when it, I all think, you really need is speed out on the sides. Like you can get that from youth. All you need to do is coach them up. Like, and that's what, I mean, Alexander Arnold's like, you know, I mean, and don't get me wrong. He's, he's, he's been around, but like he's kids a freak right now, man. Like, yeah. I hate talking good about Liverpool players, but like kids a freak right now. I mean, they got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But anyways, I it seems like we're doing that too. I don't know. I could see us getting maybe like a center back signing, like a twenty million pound center back, thirty million pound center back at like towards the end of the season, like once everything's like calmed down. So like best case scenario, do you, do you think we make like what like three signings at most? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like I don't yeah, see us I making think... four or five. I don't see us. And maybe that's if we get three. Like I don't even know. Three's lucky, and that doesn't include yeah. like the the youth contracts that we got. I'm I'm thinking I'm, Van de Beek. Uh, you know, with the amount of reports coming in today, seems like it's happening. Um, yeah. or at the very least, it seems like that sort of creative midfielder third option. I mean, why would you I not go get him, dude, for that price, yeah, dude? Yeah, like yeah. experienced, great pedigree. We've got great relations with Ajax, Vandersar, obviously. Like, right, it's our, our like, Dico. He's, he's doing us a solid right now. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. But uh, I forget if it was a tweet or all of the YouTube channels I watch of everything, but I heard an interesting point that it might be like, originally it was like, uh, it was like this weird three-way, like, thing of like we don't get Vanderbeek but we get Grealish and then yeah there have been some weird like, things with it's Grealish. it's like it's like all weird it's like a it's been like Madrid has been involved in that I, I don't think we get Grealish I just think he's too expensive if we can like trade a player straight up plus some cash I think that's the only way that gets done but if I'm being real dude I think we just give up on Grealish this summer Vanderbeek Sancho 20 million pound left side center back yeah. Left footed center back. <laughs> I mean, Pau, Pau Torres, uh, Via Real's center back, we've been linked with. He still hasn't moved yet, and you you know, I'm I'm not saying that he is like the guy for us, but you know, he he fits the description that Ali wanted. He's younger. He's the left footed center back. He's good at playing, you know, out of the back. He's good at playing long balls. Yeah. And he's he's still available. And Spain is. Uh, at least the, for this transfer window, players have been getting snapped up pretty quickly. Yeah. So, I think that'll be interesting to pay attention to. But yeah, I I agree. I think we get three players, probably a center back. Um, midfielder, Do you think we get any out? Jaden Sancho. Um. So, I think that Chris it's Smalling super quiet was beside him. Yeah. I I think last week, uh, Roma were back in talks for Chris Smalling. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, I mean, it's pretty clear from Ollie sending him out on loan that he wanted him to, you know, be in an environment where he could prove himself and probably earn a, a yeah. solid transfer fee for us and, you know, go somewhere where he knows that he'll start every week, which, yeah. you know, he, he played well at Roma. Like, and you know, Chris Smalling's been pretty good for us in the past. It's just that he, like Phil Jones, is very error prone and kind of clumsy on the ball, and it doesn't really seem like he fits the style that Ali likes right nah, now. Nah, he's like a bu- bully the guy, and if that doesn't work, it's over. Like, yeah. the, he <laughs> wins, wins the ball in the air, he can bully a guy over, but also, like, like, so yeah, Smalling, I heard Fred 
Fenerbahce? Yeah, there was there was a link with not Fred. Fenerbahce. Uh, Galatasaray. Galatasaray, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that one was kind of weird though, because I mean Turkey is not really a league that is like they don't really buy players who are coming into themselves or like you know they're yeah. kind of coming into their own. And Fred seems like he's on the up. And I, yeah. I don't feel like that I was don't want to do that. I feel like he's one of the backup players we have that's actually like semi dependable. Like, <laughs> like he he doesn't come in and he's not gonna blow you away. But I mean, he gets involved. He's pretty tenacious on the ball. Like, you know, he's he, he's not the same player as like a Matic. So it's like weird his positioning because he's like yeah. a. A utility has, midfielder that isn't adds, like you know something different to that role that Matic does, you know. Yeah, like, no, he, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I want to keep him. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a creative passer. Uh, he's a lot more confident now, which you know, which is in football across the board always helps. Yeah. Um, with his first season, he just looked like he had no idea what his job was, you know. And I I I think that he's a player that will probably want to keep around. Um. But, but I mean, who knows? We probably want to do. We didn't keep Andrew Herrera around. I, I did hear he wanted insane money, but I mean, yeah. Could you could you imagine how our midfield would be right now, dude? <laughs> like, could you just imagine? Like, granted, I don't think we get some of the signings that we did like before, but like, if we had him with the addition of Vanderbeek and Sancho, dude, like, yeah. Dude. Well, like, let's. I guess. Let's, I mean, it's just it's we'll just out ahead. there. But anyways, we'll talk about we'll talk about Donnie. <laughs> we need to talk about Donnie. Yeah. It's like we keep mentioning him. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like, oh wait, we remembered this one thing. Yeah. So no. the big news uh, this weekend, I kind of yesterday afternoon is when reports started coming in, but today they're really coming in hot. Um, Manchester United favorites to sign Donny Van de Beek. Uh, Take the over the salt. everything we say i tweeted you know i've been hurt before and i tweeted that old picture of wesley snyder in a man united uniform (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's supposedly van de beek really wants this man united move both the clubs have a good relationship with each other they've worked out you know stuff in the past we've gotten some youth guys from them when van hall was manager uh the daily blend deal you know coming here and then going back and of course edwin van der zar a club legend is the CEO of IX at the moment. So it Oh, he's CEO? Yeah, he he's oh. he's running the show over there. I knew he was football director or director of football or that's one of the yeah, things they, he did. I didn't know he was CEO. That's crazy. Yeah, he's he's just like the director of I think he's the official title might be CEO and then they have like a technical director which I think is or was Freddie Youngberg, but now he is at Arsenal. So, mm. I'm not so sure. But yeah, it this is a good player that, you know, people have had their eye on for a while. Real Madrid have been linked with him. And, you know, he's coming out of the IX Academy. Their midfielders are kind of trained for a lot of midfield roles. To be machines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very technically gifted. Uh, is a creative, you know, good attacking awareness. Um, in terms of where he would fit in our midfield, though, do you think we would maybe transition a little bit to just, you know, not have that third guy play in the hole? Because D- Donny Van de Beek is not a player that you want sitting yeah. in the defensive no. midfield. And, he's you know, a box, he's, box guy. He's also moving up to a much tougher league than the Eredivisie, so he may not even be an immediate starter, which you know, I, I don't think it's I don't expect un- him to be. unfair to assume that immediately. But, you know, this he's still a talented player that you would affect, you would expect to kind of evolve into a starter at some point. Yeah, for sure. Which to be honest, I really feel like 
Like, getting the midfield depth is so important because, like, I don't think that our defense is as bad as, like, everybody was thinking kind of at the end of the season. I feel like our back five is all right. I just think that it's a it was a really weird season. Harry Maguire played, like, literally every game. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys are tired. I think that was a lot of it was just yeah. fatigue, like, Im- like stress from coronavirus and yeah i mean mental fatigue like (laughs) in all of all of our our you know the black footballers out there like the black lives matter thing has has been a huge impact across the world you know like it's been a really weird season like a lot of the players have had to deal with a lot going on and i really feel like that's something that people don't really talk about you know it's just like like don't get me wrong there's certain things where like even if they were like tired and running like like man the Sevilla game like how do you just not put a foot out for that cross like Brandon (laughs) Williams who had played well I'd say for his age and like what we expected of him for Mm -hmm. a decent bit like I thought he was all doing all right didn't even put his foot up yeah like I think a lot of it and Aaron Wambasaka you know Oh, Lindelof has had there, dude. mistakes that stuck out this season, but Aaron Wambasaka is, I mean, that was maybe his worst game in all season. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, Lindelof really hasn't been, I think he's been dribbled past once, maybe twice the whole season. Yeah, but on those crosses is where he's kind of weak, you know, like. No, you're not, you're not man. wrong, but what also when Harry Maguire is not, like, reading that and telling, I just don't think, Harry yeah. Maguire is not my captain, if I'm being completely honest. He just doesn't, like, like I, I don't care even with the weird season and all of that, like I give him that whatever it was weird, but that's it. Like nothing else. Like you're the man United captain. You got to show up, dude, like show up every single game. Not like this guy's doing like what, when we have a captain, the, what, what I'm sure most Manchester United fa- things fans, golly, sorry, stutter. Um, <laughs> think of when they think of a captain we think of a Roy Keynes and you, you think of your Roonies and you know you think of all these storied like players that we've had as our captains and I'm I'm for like a center back being captain but if he's gonna play like this no thanks and that's why like I don't get me wrong I do not know what happened with the Harry Maguire arrest and all of that but but besides all of that even if he is innocent, even if it, I'll, and I'll back him. I want him to, I don't want him to get in trouble, but you know, I want the best for United. But I mean, he, he's still not my captain. I'm not, I'm not going to stray from that. Like he's going on with stuff. You know, I'm going to be respectful to him, but like, that's not my captain. He doesn't play like that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Care. I don't care who you are. Danny Vandebeek, but yeah, I, I think that. I'm, 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 I, it's a segue. As I'm an 80 million yeah. pound center back, you know, yeah, you do expect him to kind of cut down on those. My point errors, is, is that our midfield your... is being buffed up, and us yeah. buffing our midfield up is going to help our defense out. Sorry, yeah. I just went yeah. on a segue, but is, that's that's all where I'm coming back to. So basically, yeah, yeah. our our defense doesn't have to try as hard, right? If we have like a more healthy midfield, and to be fair, we didn't have Pogba for most of the season. We got mm-hmm. Bruno in January. Like there was a bunch of little things. That's. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I got off track, but that's where I was going with this. Was that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been a really weird season, and hopefully we can come back with like a good balance. Because I'm gonna be honest, like Liverpool stayed pretty healthy throughout the year. They didn't really have to change too much about their starting eleven. Yeah, and, and, and I would put the... our starting eleven against a lot. And don't get me wrong, our yeah. bench that's a totally different thing. But <laughs> I put I put our starting eleven over anybody. But well, 
we get Sancho, I put it over anybody. Yeah. I'd say it's top, still top three. Like, and you think about adding these players, you know, to fill these. I mean, we can call them holes in the starting eleven, but these are still, you know, good players. Like, if, yeah. Pow, like we get a center back that comes in. Victor Lindelof is a great center back to have as another option, or you yeah. know, you can rotate the three of them and find out which of those partnerships like really work. Also, you can give Harry a break, dude. <laughs> My yeah. man is tired. My man's got to be tired, bro. Yeah. And this midfield as well, I mean, we've already got Matic and Fred, we know are reliable options. Scott McTominay, I think the way that we've changed our midfield from where we what we had to play when everyone was injured and McTominay was kind of, you know, he, he wasn't, I guess, thriving, but he was our player of the month those seasons, you know, like or those seasons, yeah. those months. And it, now, like, his role is a little bit more unclear, but it's you weird, know, he's, dude. he's like, a midfielder he totally who's adapted changed. before. Yeah, it's... So, like, we've got options in those positions. If we bring in Van de Beek, that's just more depth. That's just more, you know, that's another reliable creator that you can plug into that number 10 role or, you know, Pogba's number 6 role or whatever. You can even switch up formations, which, you know, you would expect Ollie to maybe try and do a bit more once he has options. And, you know, I, I think Dane James is still going to be a big part of things going forward. It's, it just, this just opens the squad up for, you know, Ollie to try new yeah. things and to take on whatever team we're playing that week in a new way. And we talked about this before. I mean, even when, even when our starting eleven is playing really well, maybe Matic doesn't fit into. Maybe he doesn't fit into the city game. Maybe he gets tired, right? Maybe yeah. he gets knock. You know, like we need. Yeah, he's those he's guys. not going to want ball chasing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And at this point, like, I. I'm trying to be positive. A lot of people are still just negative, and it's really hard to just, like, be positive around, like, the swirling world of negativity ever since Sir Alex left. And plus, 2020 sucks super hard. Like, all yeah. of that. Like The black hole that is Manchester United The black Twitter. hole that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to be positive. Like, Ole has changed this squad. Like, and I say this all the time, and people don't realize it. In the first, like, week, my man was like, Fellaini, get out of my club. You're gone, bro. You're gone. Like Lukaku. Who's no a, more like, long ball. <laughs> yeah. No, he was done with it. And, and, and I mean, granted, Air and Herrera left, you know, like whatever, but like, like they, we, we couldn't retain all of the players we would want. Like Lukaku, we let Lukaku go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like he made a decision. He was like, you're not going to fit my vision. And this is what, then I'm happy about it because it's taken a minute and, it's, we're it lucky out. that we got it. We got club and the player. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're, Lukaku's yeah. doing well again. Yeah. 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 I'm happy for him. I'm. I have a shirt. Like, I'm <laughs> not sad to have that shirt for sure. But, but he's changed the squad, and it's taken a long time. And we're really lucky that we hit a run of form like we did at the end of the season and got third. And I would say lucky. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it was lucky. It was just it, it came down to the wire. It was a crazy season, but. We still have to strengthen. Like, I mean, everybody's making moves, dude. Yeah. Everybody. I, I think, though, another thing that's really worked out well with Ollie that's, I mean, one probably, you know, kept him around and gotten him the job, but his relationship with Ed Woodward is not testy at all, it seems. You know, Jose Mourinho yeah. is a personality who is going to, you know, make demands and make a scene when those demands aren't met. And that that's what happened when that led to the fallout, you know? And uh and also has to do with all that bitch being a club man. Like he's never gonna I, talk yeah. against Manchester United. He's got too I much respect so, but for him. Like you, there's like a trust between them that 
you need from somebody who is only going to get you three or four players a summer. You know, there there's this trust between the two of them that is necessary for the way that Edward Ward does business because he's trusting a process right now, you know, to use the Philadelphia 76ers term or whatever. <laughs> and that Ollie has a plan, you know, he's going to prioritize a couple players and we'll try and get those players. If not, we'll get the next one down or whatever. And so far it's worked out pretty well because everyone he's brought in has either been exceptional or good enough. You know, it's, yeah. I think that that sort of trust, you know, everyone is frustrated with Ed Woodward. Everyone has been frustrated with Ed Woodward, but this is accepting the reality that he is in control of those things. And he, we have to count on him to get those things done for us. And the fact that, they work well together on that, I think, really, really helps. If I'm being honest, I'm really also worried that the fact that, and I talked to Bracey about this last night, is the fact that the Glazers probably didn't spend all that money because they spent all of their cash on Tom Brady. And, I, <laughs> and, I, and it, it's funny. It's a joke, but it's not at the same time. Like, I mean, And I don't want to get into American football, but, like, yeah. dude, like, I can't help but think about that, especially when the club's already in debt. I told Bracey this. I was like, we're already millions and hundreds of millions of dollars in debt. What's another hundred million, dude? Slap that shit on it. Let's get Sancho in. I'm tired of this shit. Like, well, like, I think <laughs> the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also had, like, a ton of cap space, though. Like, they 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 wanted I that. Knew, I knew you were going to get yeah, like, <laughs> out, out, out of their own, like, you know, like. But I'm not saying that, like, you know, personal Glazer money wasn't put into, like, signing bonus or whatever. But, like, the way that the two clubs have been run, I I don't suspect that detracted too much from Manchester United. I, I think if anything's going to No, I'm in denial. I hate them. The Glazers suck, Colin. <laughs> this is the Glazer hate show, man. Come on. No, that's fair. But still, like... Even so, that proves my point that we should sign Sancho. Like, if we can't afford it, cap or no cap, whatever, I don't care. Like, we just take too long to do business. Yeah. We take so long. And don't get me wrong, we get it done, I'll be happy we got Sancho. But they've sucked all of the fun out of it. Although, like, um, there, so on, on the last episode, uh, the Polly and Nathan were doing, uh, Polly opened with this, like, don't panic kind of, like, monologue. And he, he was mostly referring to the way that a lot of people have kind of reacted to Jaden Sancho. Yeah. And he brought up a pretty good point, I thought, which was that, you know, the players still haven't said anything, like, about being unhappy or anything. And yeah. for the most part, you know, going back to England camp, you would expect, you know, Mason Greenwood and Marcus Rashford to kind of know what's up. So the fact that everything is still kind of calm on that front mm-hmm. is a little bit encouraging. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that Donnie actually wasn't in the Ajax team? I don't know if we said that. Yeah, uh, been kind actually, of going everywhere around. I, I just got an but... update now. Um, so contract negotiation has been finalized. Uh, you got Fabrizio Romano already? Yeah, so after yeah, new contacts, also on last hours with his agent, uh, Manchester United have reached. Holy a, shit! I tell you what, that's moving fast. With uh, Donnie Van de Beek, uh, a Dutch midfielder, has accepted to join Man United until June 2025. I mean, okay, cool. That's awesome. I don't know if United are just lining all the kit like these these kids up, and then they're just gonna be like, "I pay yeah. you off. I pay you off. I pay you off." We get them all in at the same time. Which, they're gonna you know, like, build that... a stage at Old Trafford and reveal all three of them out of the floor at yeah, one time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, like, well, he missed he missed uh, August seventh, so he's got to go for September seventh. You know, to to release Sancho. That's what it is. Uh, he's like, I don't know. 
<laughs> no, nah, they love doing that. Like Aaron Wambasaka was released or was announced yeah. on the 29th of whatever yeah, it was. It, it was on like a Monday too, right? Because we thought yeah, it was a weird day. Friday, and then um the uh. Like there were all those pictures that leaked from his like signing and his putting on the jersey that like leaked over the weekend, so we like knew it was happening. But then it didn't happen, and we were just and like, then, "Yeah, we had to." Uh, make- is life like a super lie? Like, are you guys really trolling us this hard? Yeah, like, I I just want to wake up tomorrow and like Sancho's holding the shirt. You know, like I want to be surprised. <laughs> bro, I've got some fanatics gift cards. I've been waiting. I forgot it for Christmas. I've been waiting to use on this fucking Sancho, Sancho shirt, and I just need him to sign already. That's why I'm mad, Colin. Uh, anyways, no, nah, but I, all this stuff is close. It's just we got to close it out, and it's it's hard to be patient. I think the biggest problem is when everybody else is doing business. We don't do business like everybody, okay? But yeah, we we we've backed out of players before just because we didn't want to pay a price. Like we didn't even want to pay what forty million pounds for. For Perisic, now granted, like, do I think that he was like the perfect answer to our team? Like, no. Like, I think it would have been good for Mourinho's system. That's besides the point. But like, there's just certain players. I mean, shit. Like, if Pogba wasn't hurt, I don't know if we get Bruno. Like, real talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, at, at that point, we're just like, shit. What do we do? You know, like, yeah, the, we haven't got Bruno, yeah. so you know. The sort of urgency of it kind of pushed Edward Ward along there because yeah. I, at that point we were also kind of in free fall. Because Rashford went down and we had not won a game in the Premier League for like three matches or something like that. And we just lost, like had a big loss to City in the League Cup semifinal first leg. Yeah. We, we needed a dub. And <laughs> that ended up coming in both in the transfer market and, you know, in Bruno's well, actual performances. We, we freaking got it, dude. Yeah. I loved that but, guy. I love that guy. Uh, so out of context, United just tweeted this picture. Uh, Alfredo Padula, who is uh, he's an uh, Italian uh journalist uh kind of following football he tweeted something about van de Beek and uh vintage reds replied like definitely not believing you pal had me translating italian articles all last summer because of dabala and now i'm nearly fluent you bastard (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome but i mean i don't know dude it's crazy but i think that like i think like best case scenario is we get uh donnie we get Jaden in maybe we get maybe we get a center back I we usually we do some kind of like smaller deal towards the end I feel like yeah maybe we just find a value somewhere yeah yeah. you know always been looking at these uh, he got Mark Gerardo from the um the Barcelona Academy that was confirmed last week that Mm -hmm. he finally arrived and is now training with the youth team you know he's he's got his eyes open for young talent all the time for sure and for sure. uh just getting them actually in no but i see yeah. us like getting that hopefully that's that's our business if we get those three if we get those three players if we get uh donnie sancho and i i really don't care just something depth filled yeah. or How something Torres, for our, yeah. our 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 depth chart you know virtual uh, van dyke you know, I think that getting players out is important. I don't think getting Lingard is out is as important as like getting Pereira or Mata or Rojo. I'd put Rojo at the very top of that list, but <laughs> because yeah. he's, I mean, I mean, we're not. I mean, we're paying him, but he's not playing for us. Like he yeah. was hurt. Like what? Like what? Like get out of my club, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, when 
the last time he played for us, I mean, it was sometime last season, I think, before he went out on loan in January again. But now... Like, yeah, if we're putting him on loan, that should be a sign, right? Yeah. Uh, he and Phil Jones both... I mean, Phil Jones played... Oh, yeah, what, Phil like, Jones. God. He played 90 minutes all season, and in that time we conceded, like, four goals or something like that, I want to say. So yeah. it, it's very clear that Solskjaer does not have plans involving these two. They're just kind of on the books right now. So it's, hard to, it's difficult to get him out. Yeah, there's not much of a market <laughs> for uh, injury-prone, accident-prone uh, defenders. I'd be happy if we got three in, two out. Yeah. Like, shit, dude, I'd be happy if we got one out. But, <laughs> like, I just, I just think we need to start being a little bit more ruthless. Like, yeah. conti- continue our ruthlessness, rather. Because, like I said, like, Ollie's done so well at changing the squad. And yeah. as somehow made it work you know like he knows what he wants it's just that ed's got to give him the money and the thing another the frustrating thing is that we're going to be in the champions league yeah and this spend schedule, the money ed i mean like, have you seen the, the time money. the timeline for this next season I mean, the way that it's like divided up it's so fucking cramped like there's no room for any rest i mean the, with international breaks i mean most of our players are international so those aren't yeah. really breaks for them and then, you know, League Cup is still going ahead as planned. Champions League might have to be, you know, one-off knockout. Yeah, uh, period which made again. them really fun, to be fair. It did, but I don't want that long-term, I think. I I would rather keep the home and away. Yeah, I like format. the home and away. Yeah. Just because we get more games. Yeah, and just, you know, club football, I, I feel like it's more fitting that way. Like, neutral site games are kind of weird. Yeah. Like, it seems like a, a final-only thing. Or, yeah, I guess, semi It's a very... College football bowl game vibe. Yes, I don't, I don't like I don't like that for for soccer for European football. <laughs> I do not um, like that at all. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. shit, man, I guess we just gotta wait. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's that's really what it is. It's like, I'm probably gonna call wait. this episode, you know, <laughs> transfer rumors and patience or something like that. <laughs> it you know it's oh here we go. Uh, Telegraph reporting, which is basically IX's mouthpiece. Uh, Red Devils are going to pay 45 million euros and sign Dutch midfielder on a five-year contract. So hopefully that is official by tomorrow. Wait, did it say fee agreed? Yep. It says Man United agree Van de Beek fee. Uh, Red Devils will pay Ajax 45 million euros. See, but that's cool. But you know what? You know why I'm so mad, Colin? It's because I don't believe it. <laughs> because we've been trained. We've been not... trained, dude. Yeah. I don't believe this. Like, I yeah. want to, and that's cool. Like... Fabrizio says terms agreed. Okay, cool. Like I, I believe Fabrizio. Yeah. Like he's I mean, I'm sure not we usually wrong, but a lot of players that did not sign for this club. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, shit, dude. Like all those years ago, we we had Ron, Ronaldinho was already at Carrington, and then all of a sudden he's 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 not there. So it's just John like, Obi Mikel right. was holding a Man United shirt in a picture, and then signed for Chelsea the next week. <laughs> yeah, dude. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll we believe it when it happens. When he's got that shirt on. Um, so before we leave, can I vent yeah. about something? Sure. I really don't want Messi to go to fucking City, dude. Oh my <laughs> god. Holy shit, Colin. You talk about a fucking nightmare, dude? This is going to be a nightmare, dude. PG-13, Matt. I think we've used up our F-bombs. <laughs> it's a nightmare, Colin. You're right. Yes. You can go yes. back and edit me out. I don't care. But yeah. th- it is a nightmare, dude. Yeah. We um, have to do something. Now, granted, if they get if they get Messi, we get Sancho, Donny, whatever. Like, 
cool. Like, you know, I it's mean, still like we just, did what we thought we were going to do. And City did like what City does. You know what I mean? They're going to – it makes me so mad though. How do you think FIFA feels right now, dude? FIFA's just sitting here watching City and they're just taking a shit on their front on their front lawn, dude. Just looking at it like, hey, remember all that, that stuff you guys – you guys tried to try to get us with Lionel Messi, which don't get me wrong. Like they're not going to have if, if they get Messi, which it's still hugely yeah, up. They're not going to be they're paying, so they're many, not be paying 500 million euros. They're not going to no. buy out clause. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's the only way it's going to work. But actually, there was a statement this morning that said La Liga weren't going to let Messi leave. We'll see. Yeah. Well, at least on a free transfer. But I mean, that's their TV deal gone. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. But that is very selfish of La Liga to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't I, approve of that. I don't want him to go to City. But you know what? If La Liga prevents that and it works. That's, I, yeah, it's kind I of want, I, I, I don't want Messi to, like, suffer, though. He's, like, he's a player of our generation. Like, we're going to be telling our grandkids about Messi and Ronaldo, dude. Yeah. You know? Like. I mean, one of, you know, the two best players to ever play the game. Yeah. I, I think at this point we can safely say that it's them. Yeah. And it's just. It's weird. Like, I don't think La Liga should be preventing them to leave, but I, like, but I don't want him to go to City. Holy. Yeah. I, um, did you read the article that I, I wrote about Messi? No. So it, it was basically, it wasn't even like a, a realistic analysis of like how we could buy him and like afford that and where he would play or whatever. But it, it his was wages just, are just insane. Yeah. Like, there's it, no way that would work. It would, mo- it was mostly just me saying, like, Modern football has kind of transitioned into this, like, money dominant. Like, there's these oil state clubs now, and there's these clubs like Juventus and PSG and Bayern that just, like, built this monopoly over their country and no one else wins. And, like, Messi going to Manchester United for me would just be, like, this romantic, like, partnership of, like, old football magic. You know, like, the, the things that, like like the little kid in you like cries out for you know it would it it would just feel good i don't think he would like think messi would do that (laughs) i I think i think Mm -mm. i mean he wants to play for guardiola which makes sense because he's played for him before yeah some of the best football yeah guardiola is the one who built barcelona around messi and gave him that chance to be the guy, and it paid off. You Dude, know, Guardiola is the one coach that Messi likes. Let's be real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's the one Messi, coach that he Messi got. Messi was to, like yeah. coaching Argentina, and he was like, "All right, this is hard. I don't like this. So I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm gonna go to a real coach. And <laughs> just, just have, just have Guardiola coach Argentina. Then, like, have him leave City, <laughs> yeah. I, or I, send I, Guardiola I, back to Barcelona. I don't know. That's oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, take him. Take him. I'll send him with a bag of <laughs> chips, dude. <laughs> like, get out of here, dude. Yeah. Nah. But, but, uh, I, I did want to ask you, uh, we talked a little bit, just like texting about it, but Juventus also apparently interested in Messi. Uh, how crazy would that be? Hey, there's no way they have the money for that, bro. No <laughs> yeah, way. They I, have I mean, money. that's another one that. The, the, literally, the only people France. that have money are City and United. Like, okay, Bayern maybe if they were to get, they'd have to get like a solid right. amount of their of their big guys to like reform right now though they don't yeah know. yeah I, no i agree but like just as far as money goes i don't think Juve have the money PSG also are probably you know taking a number or whatever yeah they could probably get away with it 
But as far as the Premier League goes, I think it'd only be like Arsenal fans are deluded if they think they're getting messy. Chelsea fans know, but they know that because they've already gotten a million players. Tottenham, no way. Leicester, no way. Liverpool, nah, because they they don't have money. They, well, they, yeah, I mean, I mean they, they have money, but they're very players. much like they're very much like let's like we spend. Okay, let's save until we can get back up to even. You know what I mean? Like let's let's keep our value. If we spend fifty million, or we sell a player for fifty million pounds, we're gonna buy a player for forty million and make him make him our player. You know, make him our yeah. guy. And that's that's I mean, shit. Like they got the perfect guy for that because Klopp was at Dortmund. It's exactly what they did. But yeah. they also, I mean, their front three is already what twenty eight, twenty nine years old. All three of them. Yeah. So they probably don't want to add a thirty two year old in there. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So I mean. It, that doesn't work. There's no way. I just as even if Messi's mad at Barcelona, there's no way he goes to Madrid. He I think he's also <laughs> st- he's also too competitive yeah. to go to the U.S. Yeah, I mean I he's just, still. I mean, I, he and Ronaldo are both like noticeably like a bit slower, but it's not like they're that much slower. Or it's, like, I mean, they're still scoring thirty what. 30 goals a season. Something yeah, I was like. going to say, their finishing is so good that literally they could play as like, I mean, and Rooney's a different player. He doesn't play like that. He's more. Yeah, uh, but like he's still like, got that footballing brain on him, you know? Like, yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I mean. Like he can still finish. Player. Yeah. Like those guys can finish. Like their speed. I mean, the same way goes like NBA, like, well, like LeBron, right? Like LeBron's not as fast as he used to be, but. He, he plays around it. He's a smart guy. Like he, yeah. I mean, it's same. You can go with literally every sport. You know, like I hate him, but Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like he hadn't had to super change his play or anything, but he, he might now. But, but nah, these guys, uh, they don't have to change. They literally just need the ball at their feet. And even if they're not fast, Messi could still dribble around you. He doesn't need to be blisteringly yeah. fast. He could just, He's you know, put the ball through you like every time. Yeah. <laughs> but. But yeah, I I. I can't see him going somewhere other than City, though, if he does leave Barcelona. No, I just don't think there's any financially, like, package that could do it. I don't think there's anybody yeah. that could. No. Yeah. But, yeah, that sucks. But, you know, we're we're being patient, and we're hopefully getting these deals done. If we get Jaden Sancho, it's not like, you know. Also, like, even if they do get messy, like, we can't do anything about that. We just have to, yeah. we just have to do our business. It just sucks. <laughs> yeah, it it sucks, and we don't even know if it's gonna happen because if I mean hell, if La Liga prevent it, then you know that's fine with me. But like we we still have to do our business. We can't be worried about. It, yeah. it, it's really difficult as a United fan watching you know everybody do business, I mean, but we need you're to let right. that motivate you gotta us. Be though, patient. You know, yeah, we, we that that should motivate us to get better though. Like you know, buy players and invest in the squad because oh yeah, Messi coming to the Premier League and especially in a team that attacks as ruthlessly as City. I mean, that's that would probably make them title favorites, you know? Yeah. So. Which I think yeah. we have a little bit of like, you know, we don't have like swagger going into next season, but I mean, don't get me wrong, like it would have been nice to at least play in the Europa League final, but I think that our guys are going to have a chip on their shoulder. Like lit- like all of these guys have something to prove with the exception of like the few Premier League winners we have, like yeah. De Gea and I guess Matic doesn't have anything to prove. That's a whole a whole different Phil subject. Phil Jones has but... a Premier League uh, medal. 
right. Yeah. <laughs> He's Clark Kent right now. When when Sir Alex is on the field, he can be Superman all he freaking wants. But <laughs> no. Nah. No, nah, we just yeah. It's I'm glad you said that about what Polly said because I have difficulty myself being patient. It's really yeah. difficult. It's really difficult to be patient, especially when we see everybody doing money or make everybody doing money, spending, <laughs> spending money. Yeah. 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 No, but I think that's, yeah. I, I think that's all I got about. I mean, I, yeah, we, just got the, we just got the live stuff, dude. That was, that was awesome. That we, uh, yeah, yeah we, we got, got the, the, uh, the live announcement of the yeah. Vandepeg fee, uh, you know, reportedly, I think, uh, we'll probably find out from the club in a day or two, whether it's actually happening or not. But, also, yeah. it is Sunday, so this is when all the Sunday papers come out. So I don't know if that's because yeah. of that. I mean, I mean, Fabrizio says it's real, so I, and Fabrizio <laughs> we trust, dude. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that about does it for us. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to you know keep an eye out for all this transfer n- rumors and uh, all the news coming out this week. We'll have Busby Babe articles coming out. We're also gonna have a uh, Player of the Year. Uh, round table post coming up soon so keep an eye out for that and uh yeah check out my messy piece if you haven't already it's really it's really not clean this curse word is all in it it's very it's very <laughs> messy haha <laughs> that's, that's funny i'm not even proud of that wow <laughs> well. all right all right we'll catch you guys later